0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking about what message is your art selling and how to create a moral code around your creative process and creative projects. Not sure what that means, Let's just get straight into it, ladies and gentlemen. Cue the intro. Hello there. How are we doing, guys? Welcome to another vlog. This is the opening intro. This is what we do at the start of... If this is your first episode of Making Lemonade, this is what we do at the start of Making Lemonade every single week. We have a little bit of a casual conversation about my life and where we're at. Um, Right now, there's not really much going on, though. Uh, We're still at home here in New South Wales. They've they've, uh, pulled back on the restrictions a little bit. And this Friday, this coming Friday, so I'm currently recording this on Thursday. This current f- coming Friday, they're pulling back even more on it, which means finally I can take my daughter to the playground, except so can every other man and his dog in New South Wales. So that'll be interesting. Um, it's really going to be a process, a very slow process of you know feeling safe again to go out, first of all, uh, for people like myself, and kind of feeling you know, okay with being out in public. Um, Things are really going to change. I think there's going to be a lot of medical screenings and so on, but that's what's going on here in New South Wales. What's going on in my life is, as you probably saw at the start, at the opening of this, we have a new podcast. Um, It's called Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. It is a Star Wars podcast. So for all of you Star Wars fans, go and have a listen to Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. We have a new episode coming out every fortnight. And um, this coming week's episode is with my friend and yours, who was on the podcast last week, uh, Tyson Bullock, also known as Weirdy Beardy Creations. He came back and he did a Star Wars podcast with us and we had a great conversation about some Star Wars news and so on. Um, Speaking of Star Wars, let's roll into uh, a few bits and pieces. I've been speaking about this baby boy for quite some time um, and he finally arrived yesterday and I'm so excited because I bought him, purchased him. Well, back in, back around Christmas, and he has some uh, family members that are coming with him. It's my baby Yoda pop. It's the child. Um, I finally got him. Uh, he is he is beautiful. He is my second child, third child. <laughs> Forgot about the one on the way. <laughs> Eek. Um, he is my third child. I will I will cherish him. He will go right here on the shelf with my Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Well, it's my Mandalorian collection. I've got my Din and pop there. I've got my Boba Fett pop there. I've got my Din and Black Series figure. i got my Boba Fett. Um, not sure what Kenner series I think this is. This one here. Um, I've had him for quite some time. He's a little worse for wear, but he's still mintish in box. Um... So, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on there. And I have another cool thing that I got. So, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, he prefers not to be named, but uh, one of my best friends from high school, who's still one of my best friends, um, he made me this. So, it was a Stormtrooper, um, Stormtrooper figure made from... Uh, that you can buy from Bunnings. They have, like... Um, uh, garden ornaments like gnomes kind of thing I've got a Chewbacca and a Han Solo out there and I used to have a Princess Leia but you know, she rests in peace <laughs> she shattered to pieces but he bought me this a few years back um, as a Christmas present and we never really and we exchanged Christmas presents for that, and I never really saw it like uh, it um, it was supposed to turn up and I never really saw it and I just kind of forgot about it I forgot that he bought it because so I'd seen it um, around his house and then the other day he came over um to watch a uh X-Men marathon and he had this in his hand. How cool is that? He's got an old piece of it's got an old piece of red fabric and it's all chromed out. He's done some really great detailing here with the black and the little little bit of red here. It's really, really such a nice piece. He's he's made it into an incredible statue. A really cool collectible item and it has sentimental value because it comes from my best friend and he is just an absolute legend for making that. So thank you so much for that my friend. If you're watching, I love you very much. I really do appreciate this. This is one of my most prized possessions. Not my most expensive, but it is my most one of my most prized possessions in my collection right now. As you can see, I have a big collection and that's a that's a big bad boy that's in there. Um other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we've been having I hate to keep talking about Star Wars, but I've been having a lot of issues lately on, on TikTok. And there's a lot... There seems to be a lot of people out there. Like, the, the, the Ray haters are really... The sequel haters are really starting So They've started a war. And it's really, really upsetting. Um, but it's a war that I'm willing to fight because there's some serious sexism and some serious uh, misogyny. There's some serious um, racism going on within the... Excuse me, within the Star Wars fandom and it's really upsetting me and I just wanted to say something here about it because it's, it's friggin' messed up. Like, it's... Me, myself and a bunch of other creators are making very valid, very strong, very fact-based points and maybe this is what's been going on on Twitter and so on and, it, and, and, it's, and it's just flown over into the fandom. I thought this was only around political issues but it turns out it's not. Uh, which is really sad um but yeah, I think what's going on is this is this like divisiveness, and it kind of started with the last Jedi and it hasn't ended since it's this divisiveness where people's opinions and feelings are no longer based in in fact and that's something that I really try to get on top of here um on making lemonade and everything we do, you know, Qui-Gon's happy hour and so on, um, is, is fact-based opinions. Um, you know, you can have your head cannon and so on, but yeah, it's, it's really quite, tough. I don't want to go too far into it here. I will go into it in, in on Qui-Gon's happy hour though, because I think it's something that, um, Rui and I have been talking, Rui of the Mumble Boys and I have been talking about, um, yeah, maybe doing an episode on this and on the divisiveness of fandom and how, you know, both sides are just as bad as each other at times. Um, so other than that, oh, I have, I have put in a Patreon. Finally, we've been talking about it for weeks. The Patreon is now being reviewed by the good people at Patreon. And hopefully next week I'll be able to reveal that to you guys because, um, I would love to get your support. It's been a very difficult time for my family financially. Uh, We're looking at at moving out soon. Um, And we could really use that. You know, I'm I'm looking to expand the the Lemonade Network. Obviously, we've expanded it out with uh, Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. And I have other plans to expand it out with other shows. Um, And hopefully, we can have a whole network worth of shows and podcasts that we can do. You know... If my friends want to do podcasts or what have you, I can put it under our banner and and run it for them. Um, but yeah, I I would love to create a, a an equivalent of what Kevin Smith's doing with Smodcast. That's kind of my it's my dream, it's my goal. And and you guys are so supportive of this podcast. Um, those of you who listen week in and week out, or who just come in casually, uh, and the new and all the new listeners and so on, I really do appreciate um, your support, and I really could you know we're not asking we're not going to be asking for much it'll be like $2 an episode that's it $2 an episode you'll get some exclusive episodes as well um exclusive lemonade network uh, stuff and you'll get some exclusive um uh, you know there's there's a there's a novel coming soon that I'm working on from all the episodes from the first 100 episodes that we've put together um so a uh, creative making lemonade recipe handbook will be there, you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing a lot of things like that, so stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm really excited about launching this uh, Patreon and, and, and really getting getting the word out there. Um, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the episode, we've got a really interesting episode this week, I've been thinking a lot about my moral code and my moral uh, standard of ethics and so on, and I think it's about time we... You know, we get into get into the creative morals and, and, and why you need creative morals in your process and in your practices and in your business and so on. All right, guys, let's get into the episode. Okay, this week's episode, we are talking about what message is your art selling and why you need a creative moral code. This may sound counterintuitive and a little bit strange to think about um, when you're talking about a creative moral code. Like, why do I need a creative moral code? Why do I need, I mean, why do I need a moral code? It's probably the first question to ask. And why do you need a moral code is kind of self-explanatory how are you going to how are you going to know how you interact and how you should as when you're trying to be the truest person to yourself how you should um, interact with the world and how you should act in the world um, and same goes for your art same goes for your for your message so the, i've got five questions here that i want to answer to you guys first and the first question is Let's start with a strong message. What is your message? What are you trying to portray? Um, What is the message you're trying to give off in your art? My message, and it can be something as simple as this. When I do Star Wars art, my message is I love Star Wars and I want to pay tribute and homage to Star Wars. It's that simple. That's my message. But my message in other art can sometimes be, um, you know, it can be an economic message. It can be a message of mental health. It can be, a, especially on this podcast, I call this podcast art. I, I take a lot of time preparing it and thinking about it and and putting it together for you guys. My message on this podcast is mental health. It's philosophy. It's it's to drive and inspire you all to be better, to be the creatives that you want to be, that you say you want to be. Um. Yeah, that's 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 the message here. The message of Qui Gon's Happy Hour is we love Star Wars and we want to we want to be all inclusive of all Star Wars fans, um, except maybe the toxic ones. Well, even the toxic ones, are, are, you know, they're Star Wars fans. They just just don't like the gatekeeping. Anyway, um, so what's your message? Maybe your message could be economy. Maybe you am about the economy. It could be about the pandemic. It could be about Um, you know, kindness and love. Wonder Woman, for example. Wonder Woman's moral code is love. Full stop. Batman's moral code is justice. Put that into your art. Just choose one. Each piece of art you do, what's the moral code? Each character you create, what's their moral code? Just one thing. One thing. I'm working on my moral code right now. I've realized upon pondering a lot of this stuff that... uh, I'm not as morally strong as I could be and I'm working on my moral code and I'm I'm okay with that but one of my morals is failure. Failure is okay. Failure. Only the truest of masters will learn through failure. Um and they know that failure is, you know, is a worthy adversary. So what's your, what's your, what's your message? Number 2, the question number 2 is why do you need a message? A lot of you are probably sitting there thinking, why do I need a message? Well, look, art is art, yes, but do you want to, if, if you want to build a, fo- so I'm now talking to the people who want to build a following, build a creative career, build a strong creative process and, and, and get your work out there in, in front of the right eyes. Um, why do you need a message? You need a message to connect to people. People are not going to care about your art if you have no good reason to connect to them. You know what I mean? Like, if you are if you are not sure of what the message is that your art is giving off, then what's what's the point? (laughs) Like, what what are you uh, people? Why would people follow you if you're just doing just doing art willy nilly? So what's your message? Why, sorry, why do you need a message? That's exactly why you need a message. If you want to build a following, you need to be able to connect to people, especially emotions. Emotions is exactly how you connect to people. It's how you sell things um, and it's how you connect to people. So that's question number two. Question number three, why does emotion sell art? Well, emotions sell everything. Um, Back in the 1920s, I can't remember his name, but there was a marketer who realized this a lot of the marketing that was going on in the 1920s was, you know, everyone was speaking to the rational brains of people, the rational parts of people's brains, and saying, you know, well, the um, my product is, you know, making lemonade is the best product for creatives because creatives are, um, because I can give you a philosophy and a moral code to stand by. Ra ra ra. Um, Or my car's the best because it has the best fuel efficiency and so on and so forth. And what this gentleman realized was that, well, people don't buy logically. People don't buy um, rationally. We buy emotionally. Um, Why do do people buy makeup? Because they feel bad about themselves. They feel... um, they have confidence issues, or they just want to look nice um don't don't come at me, anyone who disagrees with me um or do whatever <laughs> um but emotions sell art like why why do you love a movie because it makes you feel something? Why do people not like a movie because it doesn't make you feel anything. It's fairly simple. It doesn't make you feel shit. So um, emotions sell art. Um, emotions sell anything. So when you when you make people feel something through your art, um, like for instance, Butternut Gash. We spoke about her in the TikTok episode a few episodes back. She does wonderful Star Wars art. Shout out to Butternut Gash on uh, TikTok and Instagram. And she does this uh, Star Wars art where um, it's like it's the families of Star Wars. And one of them was Anakin with baby Luke and Leia. And just seeing it and they're playing with him and they're crawling all over him. And oh my God, I'm getting emotional now just talking about it. That emotional feeling I'm getting is going to make me buy that print. And I will be buying that print as soon as I get an opportunity to. I just keep forgetting to buy one. I will be buying that print off her because that art makes me feel something as a father. It makes me feel, because of the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker, I feel something about for that art. I feel like that's a, what he needed, what he deserved. Um, and as a father, it just it just makes me happy um it just makes me feel something because i have a connection to that character i've grown up with that character i've grown up with luke skywalker and princess leia as well and to think that they could have had their father is just beautiful and all and that's what i'm that's all that i'm feeling from one drawing and it's phenomenal i love it i love it so much and it's beautiful and it, it just it just pulls on my heartstrings and that's why i would buy that piece of art there you go that's a pretty good answer to that question okay number four why do you express yourself This is a hard question to answer. Why do you express yourself? Is it because... Okay, I'll tell you why I express myself. For me, self-expression is so important because I actually... I'm an introverted person, naturally. Naturally. Um, I get my energy, my social energy, you know, I'm very talkative and stuff. It doesn't mean I'm not introverted though. But I get my social energy from from expressing myself, from working. Um, I don't like to talk about dreary, airy, fairy, light kind of stuff. Um, I prefer to talk about things that mean something to me. Emotional things, um, important things, interesting things to me. Um, the interesting things to me are not the small talk hi how you doing fluffy kind of stuff. I like to get to know you deep down as a person and if i if you ever met me you would you would, and you had the opportunity to and I had the opportunity to speak with you um you would find that i would I'm the kind of person that wants to get to know you and that's why I express myself because I am a sensitive soul and I need to express myself because I have a lot of emotions going on. I have a lot of complex feelings and thoughts about the world, and to help me express myself is is what art does. This 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 opportunity right now is how I express myself as well. I've got my own bloody network for goodness' sake,s like I've got my own podcasting network. So yeah, we um. That's how. That's why I express myself, and I think if you can't answer that question immediately i th- i recommend you have a real good think about it because it will really help you in your in your pre- creative practice and finally question number 5 why do you need a story well your story is your story i've been watching a i'm a big wrestling fan as you can probably tell <laughs> i'm a wrestling fan i have been since i was young and I've been watching a documentary on the WWE Network uh, called The Monday Night War. And basically what it was, was that, um, you know, WWE or WWF at the time was taking on WCW. Um, And if you're a wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about. It was a big Monday night um, ratings war. (laughs) You know, WWE eventually won uh, back in the 90s. And And the reason why they won was because originally they had all these characters, these gimmicky, they call it a gimmick. These gimmicky characters, where um, <clears throat> they they were all like construction workers or plumbers or Spartans, or they, they had all these weird gimmicks um, in their wrestling in the wrestling ring, and they were really naff, and people were starting to get sick of them, until Stone Cold Steve Austin came along, and he uh, he turns heel, and he just becomes a basically a version of himself on steroids. That's it. He went from ECW to WCW and then into, into the WWE, and uh, he becomes Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Stone Cold and Steve Austin is Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's just his character on steroids because it's entertainment, and and that's what they do. They just uh, pull the character up to a very elevated level. Anyway. Chris Jericho was saying this same thing. He says, the best gimmicks are are your character on steroids. So in answer to this question, your story should be in all of your art. Now, it can be something as simple as why do you use that particular color? Or why do you... So I use very flamboyant, bright colors because I did a personality test back about a month ago. Um, I actually did jordan peterson's personality test and and this answered the question for me i always i this personality test said that i have a very high sensitivity to color that's why i love color that's why this room is full of posters behind me and toys that are full of color not so much this stuff but it's just the original trilogy the original trilogy wasn't very colorful it's very gray and black (laughs) um but color, like that's why I love lightsabers and 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 Star Wars and comic books, and it, I love color. I'm, I have a high sensitivity to it, and it, it makes me feel emotions. Colors are emotions to me. It's kind of like visual synesthesia. Synesthesia is where uh, people can hear colors, like a trumpet. A saxophone is yellow, and a trumpet is orange, and and they paint basically with sound. I paint with paint with color, and co- I paint with emotions. That's that's my thing. That's, And once I figured that out, holy crap, that changed my life. Now I know why I use a color. Why do I use this particular color? Why do I use that particular color? What does it make me feel? And my style is, is very much hindering upon the color that I use because I like a very specific color palette, which is bright and, um, and colorful. And then, you know, I have other styles as well, but one of the main styles I use, which is my um, alternative movie poster style is bright colors because one, I am aiming to work for Mondo one day, Mondo uh, tees, Mondo posters, the, the leader in the alternative movie poster scene. You may have heard of them. And two, that's just what I love. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, I also have dust allergies. There must be a bit of dust in here. But that's my story. So, I put that color into my story. I put that style, the things I draw, the styles I draw, they're, they're all inspired by certain artists. So, that's all my story. So, guys, to wrap it up, there's basically here four things you need for your moral code. One, why do you need a message? Two, why does emotion sell art? You need to figure that out. Three why do you express yourself? And four, why do you need a story? Then you can come up with your moral code. Now quickly, before we move on to the outro, I wanna tell you what my moral code is. Just to give you an understanding of my artistic and creative moral code. My artistic and creative moral code is this. One, no nudity, plain and simple. I do not do nudity, my work is family friendly. Two, colors, make sure it's colorful. Make sure it's colorful. Three, do your best to make others feel something. Put as much as myself and be as honest with myself in my art as I can be. Um, Three, uh, one of my own personal uh, morals is transparency and honesty to be honest with myself, be honest with the, with you guys. That's what I'm doing here. In this particular, it, it probably more applies to the podcast than actual painting and art and so on. But be honest with myself. If I don't like something, change it. If I, But three, sorry. Just five, sorry, five. Oh God, I'm tired. Five, I woke up way too late today. Five is being honest with myself. That, that, that... Um, and failure. Failure is okay. Mistakes are okay. I make mistakes all the time in my art. People don't even notice them because I leave them in there because what it does is it teaches me what not to do next time, but also teaches me that mistakes are okay. Mistakes are what make your style anyway. It's not what you get right. It's what you get wrong that makes your mistakes. So that's my moral code, guys. I hope that really helps you guys. I hope that's some food for thought for the future. And I really hope that you guys... um, We'll be able to enjoy this. Uh, We'll be able to put a moral code together with uh, this. uh, Tweet at me, uh, DM me on Instagram, wherever you follow me online. Um, Email me if you want to. Let me know what your moral code is. and I really love hearing from you guys. So uh, let's get into the outro. Thank you everybody so much for listening yet again this week. I really hope that we are we can help you put together a moral code um, around your creative work and I really hope that that helps you move forward. Um, it really helped me. So like I try to do here every single week is just give you guys the information that I have to help myself and that has worked for me and in the hopes that it will work for you. All right, guys. Thank you so, so very much for watching. I really, really, really do appreciate um, all of you every single week coming here and um, in launching, upon launching the Lemonade Network finally. Um, it's very nerve-wracking but I'm so excited because this is what I've been aiming for for the past two years since I started making Lemonade. Um, we're coming up on, I think we're on episode 88 now, 89. Um, we're coming up on uh, episode 100 so I promise you we're going to do something really, really big for that. Um, we're going to a lot of our favorite guests come on um, a great episode for that but there's always going to be great episodes every single week as well Um, I am still doing the hero's journey uh, podcast right now it's just that um, because of the pandemic I thought it was a bit untimely to do it right now so um, I still need to do some tweaks and, and play with it I haven't had a chance to play with it I've been doing so many other things Going to go and uh, do a postal run right now. So that's how busy life has been lately full time dadding, part time arting, and podcasting. So, uh, but if we can make this podcast into a very, uh, into and make some money off it via the Patreon, <coughs> we can keep it going and it will be worth doing. We can get new technology and, and new things going. So, um, but really, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much listening as always you can find me on tiktok uh, at at jordan can draw you can find me on instagram jordan Art and twitter jordan Morpeth. Um, i'm trying i have messaged the guy who has jordan control as his instagram on um, instagram uh, he only has seven followers so i'm hoping that he will uh, i think it's a dead account so i'm hoping that he will sell me the, the name so we can get a bit more brand consistency uh, you can follow us at at I've changed it. The Lemonade Pod Network on Instagram as well. Uh, Jordan Moppet on TikTok. You can follow. Um, you can follow along on YouTube. This will be on the new Lemonade Network. Uh, the video version of this. Actually, this week it's only going to be audio. Uh, I had a bit of technical difficulties. <laughs> um, listen to recast the past. Listen to. Uh, The Mumble Boys. Listen to Qui-Gon's Happy Hour. You can find that on Spotify uh, and iTunes now. And it will be up on YouTube soon as well. You can also um, please leave a review on iTunes for Making Lemonade. It really does help us uh, not only build a following and rank up and so on, but it also helps us to uh, get the word out there and um, get more people to listen get more more supporters so um, please share and follow with anyone you think would like this and um, as always ladies and gentlemen I love you so much thank you for listening uh, you are my weirdos uh, don't forget the Patreon's coming soon we'll talk about that next week but as always ladies and gentlemen stay weird I have spoken I hate you so much I close my eyes But all I see is you I hate that I love you so much